Hey guys, welcome to the Do Good Podcast. I am your host, Rob Watson, and today's episode is titled The Best Thing in Life Aren't Things. And since we're entering into the, this Christmas season, the, this festive time of year, um, where there seems to be a lot of focus on us spending money on stuff, the pressures that we feel from society to be gift giving and I think it's just it's a good time for us to reflect on that and I know people might be listening to this now and it might be too late you could have maybe done with listening to this maybe a month or two ago but I think any any time can be good and there still could be time because I think most people will be ramping up to buying things now and getting caught up swept up in it all in how things are marketed particularly by all the big corporations and making out that that's the way that we prove our love to to our friends and family is by us spending money and and I think there's very much a feeling of us feeling like we have to because if not we'll be left behind that will be judged if we don't spend money on things and just keep up with stuff well, well the good old marketing companies pretty much sell us that lie that all we need in life is is new stuff when I'm here to say that we don't And there's plenty of other people that are saying this as well. And I think we all know it, don't we? We all know it, that stuff doesn't make us happy. It just gives us a little bit of a buzz for a short period of time. Sure, it's nice opening a gift, but it's become very excessive, hasn't it? It's become really excessive. And a lot of us don't necessarily need the things that we're getting bought. And... And in a lot of ways, the excess as well is also playing a part in, you know, destroying our planet in the process with the excess in plastic that's getting produced. You know, the amount of times that I go to a recycling center, particularly after Christmas or around them times, and you look into the plastic recycling uh, section, the amount of plastic toys that are just like dumped in there and how many, how much do kids get? How many, how many gifts do they get and how much do they need? And the real contrast, the real, you know, when you look around the world and, and how we live and how other people live, it's just, it's crazy. But I just want to get into some of the figures. So this time of year, on average, we each spend almost a £1,000 each. That's, and to be exact, that's £973.80. pence. Half of this gets spent on gifts. You know, we spend about £75 on a Christmas tree and decorations. We spend another £150 on food spend another £75 on booze and you know it all all ticks along but £1,000 for most people they're not saving that throughout the year so it becomes quite a hit that you know when we've got other things to pay for like our mortgages and rent and our other bills and we've got our food to pay for and then all of a sudden you get hit with like an extra £1,000 each and for a lot of people that's a real stretch and I think it's something like 50% of people can confess that they can't even they can't afford it and they end up putting it over on credit cards or they end up asking family members for help. Come on, it's a safe bet to say, isn't it, that the meaning of Christmas has been completely overshadowed by excess. The sooner we all stop pretending that um, that everyone else has got it sorted and is under control, you know, it's a bloody stressful time of the year, isn't it? It can be. It can be overwhelming especially when everything else is still going on we've got our work life we've got our family life all of a sudden not only have we got this extra money to spend out but then our time is is needed and used and, and spent on a lot of other things as well just to think you know this time of year we're meant to be slowing down we're supposed to be hibernating we're supposed to be going with the sort of the natural rhythms of of the planet and the seasons yet it doesn't seem to be that way does it it seems like everything kind of cranks up and it's no surprise that a lot of people fall ill around this time of year. And also, like, how many people end up, like, falling out in families, you know? 
it, it just gets there's such a build up and then it's got to come out and release in some way and it come out in all sorts of ways so you know something that I've been doing for the past few years is just reflecting on this a little bit more and potentially just seeing the madness in it like the madness in it and just being on this hamster wheel and trying to keep up with everyone else feeling like we're you know we're gonna miss out and this is the way it has to be well it's not the way it has to be there's better ways for us to be you know so we just got to take a little bit of a step back and from everything that's going on maybe in society or on the news or tv and kind of reconnect with the things that really matter to us and really remembering what this time of year is about you know this time of year is about generosity but generosity in the best sense not in this like feeling like you have to spend money on things to get stuff in return and who's going to get the best thing and who you know got to keep up with the joneses and all this ego you know stuff just taking over you know there's there's plenty of ways that we can kind of reflect on this and being more conscious more conscious of our actions and actually seeing the madness in it all and the craziness in it really and potentially that you know we've all been sold this by the marketing companies and advertising all big business because that's what they want out of us they want to make profit they want to make money off us so they sell us the lie that this new stuff is going to make us happy well okay i know but the thing is is does it because getting stressed getting in debt falling out with people falling ill all because we put ourselves under too much pressure and I think, if anything, we want to be taking that pressure away from people. And some of the ideas, you know, for gift giving, now don't get me wrong, I still like to give gifts, I still like to receive gifts, but it's talk about just balance and, and reducing the amount of excess. So last year for Christmas, me and Ruth, we decided to really, like, cap what we would spend on each other. I think we decided on less than £50 each. We, we got creative with it. Like, one of the things was, was to buy, some, buy each other a gift. Another thing had to be free and another thing we had to make so it enabled us to sort of like get really creative with stuff and have some fun and you know and, and I remember I made Ruth a print of, of this message and something and she baked me some cookies for the thing and, and we just did some really nice stuff for each other and I've got to be honest it was it was probably one of the the most the best things for me in terms of as I can remember for years of rather than just spending hundreds of pounds on gifts of people Instead, I was really careful and really thoughtful because, you know, much prefer, you know, thoughtful gifts, don't we? When you know that people's like been thinking about you, oh, this would be nice. And if we don't need something, tell people that, you know, we don't need a gift this year, you know, or we don't need this. You don't have to get me this thing. I think a lot of us do do it from this place of, you know, feeling guilty if we don't and that will be judged. So we end up getting swept up in the cycle. So, you know, say I don't need anything. Because sometimes when I do receive gifts, part of me thinking, that's very nice. But I'm also thinking, where am I going to put that? I've got everything that I need, pretty much. Where's that going to go in my home, in my life? And I've got to sort of take take on the responsibility of that in some way. It sounds silly to say that, but especially if it's, you know, I don't know, whatever, something you, people might think you need to hang that in your home somewhere. It's like... Thank you, but is it really what I need? And it's generally not most of the stuff that gets bought around this time of year. People do not need, you know. But there's plenty of things in life and society that does need our attention, does need our time, does need our money. So let's do something in the community, in society, potentially feed the homeless, just spend some time with them and hand them out and give them a bit of time. God knows they're the people, the people who are less fortunate than us need more than us you know 
And I'm not saying we should just give everything away. It's not like that. It's just about balance. And if we look about in society now, it's crazy. The inequality, it's so mind-boggling how things have gone. I think I read something like the nine, the nine richest people in the world have got more wealth than the combined four billion at the bottom. Now, isn't that crazy thing that nine people of all that wealth, significant amount of power there as well, massive amount of power, and they've got more than four billion people. Sometimes I just think, God, what what is going on in this world? Which path are we going down? Yet we're all kind of playing our role in this in some ways. And what I'm doing in my life and have been doing for a while is taking a step back from it and seeing through the illusion of it all, seeing through the insanity of it all, and seeing that it doesn't make me happy. Is it, you know, when I had stuff, like here's the thing for me, it's now coming up to four years since I made a, a shift in the way I worked. For people first time listening to this, I'll share a little bit about it. Those who have already heard it, forgive me, I'm just gonna say it again. I went down a path of just growing, in many things in my life, growing my business, building it up, getting to a team of 10, fancy offices, driving around in a Range Rover, going on, you know, 10,000 pound holidays around the world and spending a significant amount of money on stuff. Now, when I really looked at it, this stuff was not making me happy. It was just the idea that this is what success looked like, that this is what was going to make me happy. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed moments of it. I enjoyed driving around in the nice car. I enjoyed the the trips and stuff. I'm not saying any of that. Yet it was putting a significant amount of stress and pressure on me and my health and well-being and my own sanity is far more valuable to me than the latest new thing. You know, I don't want to forsake my my own well-being for just to have them things and most of it's just coming from a place of ego so it's coming up to four years since we made the shift we made the change and since then from the outside world it might appear that I'm no longer considered like a successful man and I'm using inverted commas in that because how the outside world may perceive me I don't have the Range Rover anymore I don't go to these fancy offices and have my team that I could just you know would do the things that I wish them to do and we don't go on and uh, spend significant amount of money on, on holidays anymore. Instead, we've kind of, we've got our time back. And with that, our health has come back. We've been able to develop our relationships, particularly me and my wife, really work through and move through a lot of things in our life to become more like whole beings in a way and, and to realise what's important to us, what's important to me and one of the things that's really comfortable to me is having this podcast and other things to, to have a, a, a room to be creative and have the headspace to do these things and I'm able to do this now because I don't have as many pressures, Much I don't have as much pressure on my shoulders as what, what I used to and when I had that I was just kind of I was swept up in it all. I was on a hamster wheel and like people will call like the rat race and it's exhausting and I was going nowhere fast and I think that's what we all are in some ways. We're going nowhere fast, just keeping along with stuff, just doing what we think, what's expected of us or what is going to make other people like us. You know, that to be honest, let's come down to it. A lot of us, we just want to be liked and we want to be loved and we want people to think of us in good ways. 
And the truth be told, when we strip all this stuff away, we realise what's important. Because you know when when someone comes, you know when you go to someone and their life is over and passed away, and we remember how that person made us feel. We don't remember what they had. We remember the impact that that person had on us. It doesn't necessarily mean that that person, you know, them being a millionaire isn't going to have as an impact on us, is it? As much as someone who was kind to us, they were generous with the time, they looked out for us, they were loving, you know, all them things, they listened to us, they held a space for us. They're the things that really matter. So if we can start to translate some of them things now into this time of year, of giving our time, of, of being there for people, of getting involved in stuff, coming together as family and friends, but doing it in the right way and not just getting caught up in everything else. You know, we still do these things. We still, you know, we'll meet up with friends and family and Christmas and and we can still do all them things, but we can do it without feeling like overwhelmed and so stressed about stuff because most people will be working full-time lead up to Christmas, might have kids that they've got to be looking after, yet they've all, all of a sudden they've got to get all these gifts and they've got to find the money for it and they get invited to all these extra things. And a lot of them things can be great for us because, you know, we want that sense of connection, we want that sense of being with other people, having fun, having release. We can get all of that, but we don't have to get overwhelmed with what we need to be spending and what we need to be doing with our time because... Everyone talks about the January blues, don't we? I tend to get the January blues mainly just because of the weather as such, but not because of anything else. Like I'm not, I never come into January now thinking, right, I'm on a diet. I've got to do this. I've got to get into shape. I've got to change these things. You know, I don't think like that anymore because I'm pretty much just doing my best to look after myself 12 months of the year. So yeah, I just, you know, I'm just talking about this now, a bit of a stream of conscience about of how about I feel of things, but and if we are going to give stuff, if we are going to, why don't we give it from a place of, you know, from our hearts a little bit more rather than feeling like we, you know, we have to just to keep up with people. And like I said, last year, we decided just to make each other, we had a small budget, decided to make each other a gift. And it felt really fun, me making it and then giving it. And it was the same the other way around. You knew that that person had really thought about what they were giving me. And that's the thing, you know, it could cost £5 or anything, but that thought that goes into stuff rather than just pulling a template and saying, here you go, is this. And one thing that I think is a great thing for us to do at Christmas time is is to buy experiences over material gifts. Like I remember um, for my birthday the other year, my um, sister-in-law bought me a, a, a voucher to this restaurant. I was absolutely made up. I was like, oh, this is great because me and Ruth would go there quite regularly and I thought that's that's a brilliant gift for me to give me rather than just get me something that I don't necessarily need or want to buy someone like a a, a you know a gift card to a restaurant is a for me it's a, it's a great idea or other experiences of again it, this is where we can get thoughtful for instance if we know say someone's having a bit of a tough year or you know you know and we think oh, they could do light in the load we could get them you know a, a, a voucher for a massage or to a spa day or someone needs a bit of a laugh in their life get them some comedy club tickets or you know get them some tickets to to go see a concert or to the theater or you know some like movie past who doesn't like to go to the cinema so these kind of gifts can be really more can be better served the person is going to be like oh great you know who out of all them things we can all use them things rather than just buying something which is probably 
might very well end up going to the recycling or it might go to a charity shop. And some other ideas as well, for instance, you might get someone some cooking lessons or go to dance classes or some vouchers to go to the local yoga studio or even some music lessons like what I've asked for for Christmas this year. I've asked for some drum lessons off roof. For years, I've always wanted to, to do some drumming and there's a place local that I can go to and that for me is a great gift. It's something that I really want to do. I've, I've let them know what I want. It's not just something that's getting sprung upon me. So, um, And again, with consumables, you know, it's good to, if you're going to buy some people something, I think it's best to get them something like, you know, buy them some chocolate or some wine or some nice coffee and tea, some local foods. And that's the thing as well on Touch On. It's nice to buy local if we can this time of year. Buy from independents, buy from little... Um, Christmas markets, people who are making this stuff, you know, that's how we're, money gets recycled back more and again that feels good, if you're going to be buying stuff, can we be buying it from, from from them kind of sources instead, rather than just buying all our gifts from wherever, you know, from the big brands or another one could be is to suggest donations to charities on your behalf, there's some amazing course, uh, causes that we can get involved in and helping and it's really nice to know that your money can go to help people who are not as fortunate as us because let's be honest if you're listening to this now then you've you've got everything you need you've got got a roof over your head you've got access to good food and you've got access to clean water when we really get down to it we start to realise what do we really need, they're the things that we really need and there's a lot of people out there that don't have them things. I believe in Liverpool now that one in three children are growing up in poverty. I think there's going to be something like 150,000 children in the UK who are going to be practically homeless this Christmas. Now isn't that just bonkers? I just feel now for me that I can't continue to, to be part of this you know, crazy consumerism and just buy this feeling of excess and more. When to know that there's so many people have not got it as good as me. And it's not like, and I don't want to, it's not about me feeling guilty for what I have. Because I feel I deserve where I am and what I've got. Yet I don't think that they, those people, they don't, you know, they don't deserve to be in them situations. So I think as a society, if we can do more and help to rebound stuff. Because to be honest, you know, we've just been through an election. And in this country and the conservatives have regained power of a majority and I don't believe that under the conservatives that we're going to see a change in equality. I don't think that we're going to see less people homeless. I don't think that the food bank numbers are going to go down. I think those are going to increase. So while this is the case and for however long the conservatives be back in, in a way it can galvanise us to be doing more in some ways because because we're going to have to come together more as a community and develop that more spirit, the spirit of being generous, of, of giving our time and some of our money if we can afford it. And I know that some people who might be listening to this might not be able to, you know, feel like they haven't ever got extra money to give and that's fine, but I'm pretty sure that we've all got some time that we can give. We can do something thoughtful for others. You know, for example, what we're doing tomorrow we are going to help a children's charity kind. We, I had Stephen Yip on my podcast last year 
uh, talking about the amazing work that he's doing with uh, children and families in Liverpool who are deprived and they educate them and they do food hampers. Well, tomorrow we're going along on a hamper packing day and we're going to be help packing. I think they'd maybe pack about a thousand hampers to send out to all the deprived families uh, across the region. Now that feels good. It doesn't. Really, that's not taking anything up of me other than my time. And I'd rather spend some of my time on doing things like that. And, and it feels good. You know, this is called the Do Good Podcast after all. And I feel good doing that. It feels like I'm contributing in some way. And it helps to balance things out. I've got a friend, Trevor, who's a, a listener of this podcast. He is on Boxing Day. He's going to be going out with friends. They're going to be making food. Trevor's a chef himself, which is brilliant. So he's using his skills in a really great way to, to make food and taking it out into the streets and be feeding homeless people. And I, I just feel like that's a, it's a lovely thing to do. And he's using his skills in a great way to go out there. And, you know, we've all got skills that we can potentially use in different ways. And even if you've not, you, we can just team together. And us just teaming together is a great thing to do. And I, I know that there is, and I must admit, there's so many people now that are volunteering the time, that are helping out in some ways. I think on Christmas Day, a lot of the places get oversubscribed, you know, in the food kitchens of, of people going along and to help in, in what ways they can. So it's great to know that a lot of people are kind of remembering what Christmas is about and what this time of year is truly about. And we all know it inside. We all know it's about generosity, generosity of our time, generosity of our money. For me, what do we need more of this time of year? We need more intimate looks. We need to give people more warm hugs. We need some more kind words, you know, some more generous smiles. And that's what we can all do. You know, that's what we can do this Christmas time. Um, and it's not necessarily about we have to give more stuff. Instead, you know, I think we need to be given more love. So to think, you know, if you're listening to this now, you could be thinking, well, what, what could I potentially do over this um, Christmas period that could potentially help in some way? And it, you could be listening to this at a different time of the year, whenever it is, I don't know, in the future. And it goes, it doesn't matter what time, it's just that maybe this time of year can focus us a little bit more because we can see the excess at times and we can see maybe the madness of that. And we can unplug ourselves from that and get back to our roots and realise what's truly important to us and what would help not only me, but what would help society. When we move away from the sense of what can I get and we instead we can think about what can we do instead for others. We realise that we're not only by doing that, we're helping ourselves. When we help someone else, we're really helping ourselves. It really is, you know, can we move more from that service to self to service to others? That is how we're going to change the world. That is how we're going to change ourselves when we don't, when we move out of that sort of feeling like of what am I going to get or what's best for me? Why don't we think what's best for us? Just the last few things that I want to talk about. But we can also give people just the gift. When I say the gift of our time, we don't have to spend money on some stuff. For instance, it was my mum's birthday the other week and we went out for a meal. But I also said to her, I'm going to take you to this cattle service. And we went along to this cattle service in Liverpool in the Palm House. Beautiful, beautiful Palm House. Loads of you know trees inside and there was a free cattle service on. And it was beautiful. And my mum said to me, she said, you know, I've had the best day of my year today, son. We, at the end of it, we were both dancing together with all the group and now the Christmas songs were on and it had a really nice feeling in there. And it didn't cost a penny. It just cost 
me a bit of being a bit thoughtful and doing something that I thought that someone else would enjoy. And I really enjoyed it as well. It really feels good to make someone else happy, doesn't it? Everyone, that is, I think that is built in right at our core. We get such a buzz and a kick from, from, from our actions making someone else happy and putting a smile on someone else's face. So really, you know, this time can really be about, you know, us doing good. So this Christmas, let's not give each other more stuff and instead let's give each other more love. If we're going to give products, great, let's make them more thoughtful. But let's see if we can give some experiences as well. And it doesn't have to just be experience of going and doing stuff. It can just be the experiences, you know, of connection with people, of compassion, of belonging. You know, and if we find our place in a relative abundance, which a lot of us are, let's see, let's see what we can offer our things, you know, to ease some of the suffering of our fellow human beings. So I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this past year of me sharing my episodes with you guys, with the the great conversations. I've had some, oh, it's been so much fun. I've had so many great conversations with people and it really has. I've I've made some new friends along the way from doing it. I've just, you know, anyone who's thinking about, you know, think about into New Year, stuff that you want to do with your life and new things that you want to start. I'm so glad that I've started this podcast. It's given me a platform to share some of my thoughts and feelings, an opportunity me to interview people that I, I really respect and I'm fascinated, I'm fascinated by. For me, I'm getting a lot out of them. I'm, I'm getting a lot of advice from them as well, life advice, and they're inspiring me. And, and, all, and for you guys, the people who've reached out to me and told me that this podcast is making a difference for them and some of the episodes have really, really helped them in some ways and... And I really appreciate that. It's really nice to feel like that by me doing something that I'm excited about, it's also um, it's also helping others. So I'm really I'm really glad that I've got this. And and anyone who's thinking of either starting their own podcast or YouTube channel or blog or anything that they want to do or a new business or any anything new hobby new thing whatever, just start it. Take that one step forward, and and begin. And make it up as you go along. Have fun and make it up as you go along because we don't know how to do anything until we do it. You can read all textbooks, you can do all plans, you can write everything down. At the end of the day, we just need to do it. And there's going to be a lot of resistance at times in year where you're going to get bored and you can't be bothered. You rather do something else can distract us very easy. But I think it's important for us to just bring it back and go, no, it's going to be uncomfortable at times. There's going to be resistance. Like I've had times during this podcast this year where I felt like I felt like jacking it all in at times, but it only comes in waves because all of a sudden in your mind you get thinking, oh, I want to do this instead. There's something new and new and shiny and exciting. And I'm like, no, bring myself back to it and go, why am I doing this? Remember what, why I did it. Remember what I get out of it. So there's going to be times whenever you're going to do something new that there's going to be resistance and it's going to be uncomfortable. But that's where the growth comes. The growth comes by facing that resistance, by moving through it to the other side. And we need to push our comfort zones. That's where the growth is. That's where the excitement is. And that's where the freedom is. So anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you had, please share it with a friend. That would be amazing. And if you listen to it on Apple Podcast, please leave me a review. I now put all these as well onto YouTube as well on their own channel. 
So if you're listening there, feel please do subscribe, give it a like, and and you know all that shebang. So anyway, guys, until next time, have a good one. Mm-hmm.